They came for the beer. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They came for their movies. Oh yeah. But Brad and Andrew aren't going to take it sitting down. Hot takes. Cold beer. No prisoners. This is the Brew and View Podcast. just don't have enough energy i was listening back um whenever i was posting last week's episode it's like just start so start so dour oh yeah duff man <laughs> duff man can't breathe <laughs> uh, i've heard a bunch since um what uh hank is there you know has that brockmeyer series mm-hmm. so he's been all oh. over sports radio have right? you watched any of that it's on hulu yeah, yeah it's funny it is. it is it is pretty funny it's it's ridiculous but it's it's pretty good yeah um but like whenever he goes into the voices and stuff, and he's so quick with it, and of course he is because he's done you know what twenty five uh, seasons old, it's or whatever. Fucking old hat for him. It's crazy. Yeah, he said, but Duffman's the hardest <laughs> on his voice because he can only do it for a little bit before his voice just blows out. Yeah, because he does the like Macho Man. Yeah, but it's so good though. <laughs> Duffman, Duffman can't breathe. <laughs> I love. I just <laughs> there's certain things I never. Um, my mom didn't watch want me watching The Simpsons growing up, so right. I like I'm not super well versed in it. But there's just a couple, there's those things that are just like always stick with me. That's Duff Man can't breathe is one of them. What's the oh I love <laughs> Homer gets the birthday cake for Maggie, but they smell Maggie wrong. <laughs> oh yeah, Marge gets mad at him. You mean it's not McGaggy's birthday? <laughs> Remember, um, <laughs> remember when this is the segment we do. Remember when? Yeah, this, um, is, this is how we always start the show. Um, where Duffman was relinquished of his title of Duffman, <laughs> and he's like, "I just, I guess I'll just be Hank Duffman now." <laughs> his name was actually Duffman. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Oh. Uh, Love The Simpsons. Yeah. You know what's crazy is, like, there's probably, like, five generations of people whose parents didn't really want them watching The Simpsons when they were a certain age. Yeah. But, like, actually now, that's probably one of the more... It's one of the safest cartoons. Yeah. That you can watch, you know, whether it's, you know, whoever it is, whatever it is, like Archer or South Park or... Yeah. You know, I mean... 
pretty much anything on Adult Swim. Yeah, half the stuff on Cartoon Network is like overtly raunchy, and the other half is like it's all subtext. Yeah, yeah, it's there for the parents. Yeah, <clears throat> but anywho, <laughs> Duff news. Uh nice. Anywho, welcome to the Brew and View podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you are Mr. Brad. I am, as always, your Andrew. I am. Marlin to your Jim Perkins. <laughs> <laughs> Someone, uh. I, uh, <laughs> a friend I hadn't talked to in a while just sent me a, uh, sent me a video recently. Yeah. And it was just, it was, he took the video in his living room and it was just a scene from Wayne's World. Okay. He just sent it to me out of the blue. <laughs> I was like, this is great. <laughs> good good to know you're still out there yeah just <clears throat> that safety net in case you need it yeah in case i need to throw something out there you're there yeah it was, it was the uh the gun rack scene <laughs> hmm. what am i gonna do with a gun rack it's a shame i i mean maybe his comedy didn't age but like mike myers was pretty influential for for me from like yeah. You know, for a good 15-year period. Oh. You know. I mean, I just – I've talked about this on Mavs. I guess I I should get your uh, input on it since this is the movie podcast that we both do. Um, but, like, I uh, Austin Powers, I yeah. don't know what it's like to see it the first time today, but I feel like just as long as the James Bond franchise keeps perpetuating itself – and anytime a new one comes out, there's still a channel that will show all the old James Bond movies. Yes, as that, long as that Austin that. Powers will be evergreen. Mm-hmm. I agree. Just because, yes, because um, what's the the other one? Our Man Flint is lesser. I mean, it's more of a send up of that. Mm-hmm. But um, yes, as long as there's some kind of um and you know what's weird is it like he would address like all the issues that are here like today you know 20 years ago almost mm-hmm. you know just like the whole you know um well yeah because that that was the big joke is he was like super out of touch yeah because he got and, frozen and then now it's like it's it's more prevalent than ever yes so interesting yeah mm-hmm. Uh, I love it. It's it, it it probably doesn't, you know, I don't know. Who knows if it holds up? But I I know that I'll I'll never it yeah endlessly. I'll never be able to say whether it does or not because I'll I'll I remember like seeing it before I was even in in junior high and like loving no. it. And there's just of course there's enough of those that just go right over your head. But there's. A ton of funny shit in there. Yeah. And then <sighs> Wayne's World is pretty... I I don't know if people will really dig it anymore, but it it's pretty, like... You know, like, like, you know, some some of the jokes from, like, the 90s just don't age well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of, like, just hidden or subtle homophobia and stuff like that. It just... I. I don't know. I mean, 
it's in the name of comedy. I don't think it's meant to hurt anyone, but at the same time, it just gives me, it just feels like removed from that time. It does. I've talked about this on Mavs. Like it gives me pause sometimes where I'm like, Oh Jesus. Like, yeah, that's surprising. Um, but like Wayne's world is just very, like, doesn't have any of that. It's, it's just, I don't know, childish and a little bit innocent. It's it is, but it's also has a little bit of um, it's it's but it's not dumb humor. You know what I mean? It's not like right there. But there there definitely is some dumb humor in there. But it's like um, I don't know. There, it, there's something a little smart about it. It's not like, yeah, you know, genius. Like, uh, I don't even know what to think of Monty mm. Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, for me to show Wayne's World to my son in like four or five years, whenever he's of age to watch it, mm-hmm. don't know if it'll hold up. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he'll be into street hockey. Maybe. <sighs> or but, maybe he'll yeah. be a metalhead. That'd be sweet. Yeah, be sweet. <laughs> oh, I got some. Yeah, I got some cool stuff to talk about tonight. As All far right. as when it comes to metalhead, it's gonna be. I got a great movie to talk about. Great. All right. I'm into it. Uh, but before we get there, yeah. Let's uh, uh, raise our ABV a little bit. All right. Or raise our BAC. Mm hmm. I'll toast to that. Uh, uh, what old, you having? I, I am having a Who Dat Golden Ale. Uh, very. Oh, yeah. Very well done. Crafted by Urban you're very, South. You're Brewery. really good at that. You always, you find the beer that's right for the times. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. Maybe I just put too much thought into it. But I was at Urban South today having a beer, and I thought, uh, oh, you know what? Football season's starting up. Might be time for a Who Dat Golden Ale on the Bruinview Podcast. Uh, coming in at 5.04 ABV. Um, 504 is the area code here, so I'm sure it's just 5%. <laughs> uh, weighing in at 5.04 ABV and 99% humidity. I like that a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm looking at the picture. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah this looks like... Um, this looks like a 1970s Yeah, game. It should I have like say, a full top on it. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, but, yeah, it looks like a... Uh, a beer like a dad's going down with the ship with, you know what I mean? Like it, it look, I was know, drinking this stuff in high school. It looks like a beer that um, you would have been drinking in a movie set in the seventies that they couldn't get the rights to like, yeah. Coors or high life or something, you know? Yeah. Like the, um, once you notice it, you start to see it all over the place, but there's a fake beer. I think it's called Heisler, like H E I S L E R. Yeah. If you like any sitcoms, anytime they're having a beer, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I'm drinking a Heisler. Uh, but yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> this, is, this is the red apple cigarettes of, uh, yes, exactly. of beer. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh. It's good. Uh, it is. It's made to be light, crushable. It's like, like a football season beer. Like for when you're having a lot of beers yeah um so 
Four. I'm surprised no one's trademark who that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, get on it. I don't know if you can. I don't. Or if it's like public domain. I don't know how that. I'm looking it up right now. There's no way they trademark everything. I know LeBron's trying to um, trademark, trademark Taco, Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. And like, yeah. Oh my God! Here we go. <laughs> uh, NPR article from 2013. It's a New Orleans mantra, but using "who dat" may cost you. The phrase "who dat" is ubiquitous in New Orleans. A Texas-based company says it owns the rights to the phrase. And while homemade homemade signs don't run afoul of its trademark, it says merchandise like T-shirts is another matter. Oh, you know what that is? That's a patent troll. Mm-hmm. Because that's where all like the um, the stuff with the podcast and stuff were coming out of, like, all the patent troll stuff was all yeah. coming out of Texas. Sons, huh. sons of bitches. One day I'm gonna mess with Texas. Yeah, this not today. Yeah, nah, I don't want to mess with Texas. They're already kind of lame. Been to Austin for three days. S- sucked. That's weird. No, it wasn't. That was the problem. The problem is I live in a very weird place and it's like it's people know it's weird, but it's at the same time, it's still kind of like low key weird because it's not on fucking billboards and every T-shirt. Um, it's just like, yeah, it's weird. You either like yeah. it or you can leave. Yeah. Stay actually, or don't. Yeah. Well, a- actually, there is a thing that you see a lot down here. <laughs> Be nice or leave, which is also it's a good mantra. It, yeah. it it rivals who dad <coughs> not as good yeah. but it's close it's not as succinct mm-hmm. <sighs> who dad say you gonna beat them sons um guessing not the texans but you really never know these days that's right uh but yeah so i gave this a 325 it's um it's a solid beer um i think for for what they were trying to do they nailed it so what would you compare it to like what's a big name brand you would compare it to because uh, that's what they're go- kind of going for right? yeah but yeah well honestly it kind of tastes uh like a high life okay there you go so imagine that i like it imagine it yeah Well, cool. Um, hmm. <laughs> and how um, about you? Yeah. Um, I'm drinking a beer. I can't remember who I got it from, but it was sitting in my, my fridge, and I've been <clears> – every night I've been running and running and running and running and haven't even had a chance to get my, stock up my supplies, so I'm living off all my old stuff. Mm-hmm. And I got to the back of my little beer fridge. Living off of interest. Yes. And I think I heard you guys talking about like beer fridges, like little f- small fridges before. Um, I got I have I, two downstairs. Oh, I don't have a problem with the beer fridge. Matt might, okay. um, but I have a problem with this. Is what I've talked about before, guaranteed. Um, people who buy stickers, and then they tell me about their beer fridge. It's like, dude, uh, buy the sticker, put it on your beer fridge. Awesome. Yeah, you, you have a hobby you like. I like beer myself. Podcast about it. 
Uh, and, uh, you know. You even like stickers. Yeah, I do. I even like stickers. Um, like them both a significant amount. But every time someone feels the need to tell me, I'm like, what do you want, a trophy? Like, <laughs> what? Like, oh, you got any stickers? No, we're out. Ah, oh, it's a shame. I put them on my beer fridge. Okay, we get it. Your wife doesn't love you, and you hang out in the garage a lot. Oh Kudos. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> OT's laughing. Uh, That's, she also said good one. This, might, this is the most she's podcasted in her life. Okay. <laughs> Except I don't have the gain on my mic up high enough to get it. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, all four beer fridges. But the, the, the need to tell me. And I think it is. It happens mostly when we're out of stickers because we run through them like crazy. Because yep. like our marketing team will grab you know a stack a hundred and just give them out in a, at an event, and we have them in the the tasting room. People take them home, all that. But it, it's just <laughs> when they tell you that, they're like, "What do you want me to you you want me to find another? Uh, oh oh, it's for your beer fridge. Oh, let me double check this cabinet." Never heard of that before. Yeah, yeah, that's and it's it's always it's it's the same thing. There's there's just you know, the quirks, the little quirks. Well, um, that get me. One of the cool things we did, and I don't know if this is like original or not, because I didn't see it. I've never seen it anywhere. Kind of just came up. I don't know. Kind of spontaneously, mm -hmm. we went to, we went on our trip to the PNW. Hell yeah. And <clears throat> Liam has like a drink cup that he drinks out of, like, you know, has a flip top and he, you know, has a straw on it. You know, it's but it's pretty heavy duty. It's like, you know, the the matte silver, you know, look to it and all that, you know, about, yeah. you know, whatever it is to drink out of mm -hmm. the drinky cup, the drinky cup. I love it. Yes. And um, one of the things we started doing, like as soon as we got to um, Portland, we were like. We like found a place that had stickers. I think it was, I don't know, it was like the Growler guys or something like that. And we're like, oh, they got stickers. We should put that on Liam's thing. And by the end of the trip, <laughs> we had the whole, like his whole cup is like just covered with stickers from our whole trip. So I'm thinking like every time we go on a trip, we do that. Like we get him, you know, a, a new cup or a new drink or whatever. And then that represents that, that trip. I don't know. Yeah, that, I, I like it. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, it's it's good to have those little uh, those traditions. Keepsakes. Uh, anyways, back to where why I'm and what I'm drinking is I'm drinking the Waldo's Special Ale, mm -hmm. and this is the two nine two thousand nineteen edition, and it is uh, what the heck did I do with the bottle? Oh no! What, One Sam second. Hale. All right. Just opened another Hudak Golden Ale. Gonna. Oh yeah, that's good stuff. Goes down smooth. Sorry. Um, it's from their 2019 One Hitter series. Mm. And it's from. Uh, Lagunitas making a weed reference? No way. Yeah, that's. <laughs> It's a little bit out of their lane, but... Uh, yeah, this is totally, totally different. Uh, and uh, this is a triple IPA. 
Ooh, nice. Yeah, eleven point seven percent with a hundred IBU. See, they're not afraid to put it on there. Yeah, yeah. On their bottle. Uh, uh, pretty much. I'm trying to. They're. I'm reading their dis- their description. Uh, it's. It says it has like a really thick and syrupy body, but it doesn't. It's it's really light for a triple. I mean, this went down so smooth. It was that's a yummy beer. This mm-hmm. is a really good beer. Um, I don't know why it took so long to uh, to do that. Uh, uh, but uh, to drink it. But uh, mm-hmm. right now, I gave it a four point two five. I probably should have given it a four point five, because or nice. maybe even closer to a five. It's shit. Uh, it's it's a yummy, yummy beer. Uh, goes down so smooth for a triple. And um, yeah, what can I say? It's just it's a good time. I mean, right? Yeah. It's it's almost too smooth for as as big a beer as it is. Ah, I got you. Uh, Twenty thousand check ins. It's sitting about four point one three. So that's a you know a consensus good beer mm-hmm. uh, so yeah thank you to whoever got that for me because i know i didn't buy it <laughs> nice nice slipped you a brewski yeah uh, but yeah um oh shit i forgot about that um uh but other than that man it's been fuck man you know what? Kids are great, but <laughs> if you don't want them, like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things you could be doing <laughs> if you don't have Because, yeah. like, as soon as school starts again, everything – well, and it, it's doubly for me because Brooke goes back to school as, as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, oh, it's school night. Uh, it's school night. See you, know, you every, guys later. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much – and then, like, all my free time spent with the football and all that stuff. So, it's, mm-hmm. like, um, and, like, I wouldn't trade it. I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But as far as, like, Mike's, you know, going out experiences, yeah. like, eh, not so much anymore. But it's not that I need them because I've had plenty in my yeah. lifetime. So, tons maybe of, too many. Tons of chicks, bro. More than I so can many. count. <laughs> Banging, <laughs> slamming, gash. Yeah. Gashing, slams. Yeah. Partying. Pounding tonsils. <laughs> eh. <laughs> Not mine. They're too big. Yeah. No, Molars. No uh, no boners getting past these babies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did my uh, sleep study. Oh, yeah. I want to hear about it. Okay. Well, I uh, double the pleasure, double the fun. I had to do it two nights in a row. Did you really? Because you fucked it up because you were making fun of the old people that couldn't figure it out? Not, not at all. Not not okay. the case at all. Um, the um, so everything was reading except for the like uh, sensor on my finger, which I don't know how, I don't know why, but yeah, that is that is secret retribution for me making fun of the old people. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how, I don't know why, but the sensor wasn't reading my oxygen levels. Whoa, um, whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's figure this out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It was attached to my finger, and that's how I guess through like my pulse. I'm not sure, um, but they're like, yeah, here you're having uh, what do they call them? Events. You're having an event here. You're having an event here. 
but without your oxygen levels, insurance won't do anything for you. Awesome. So they sent me with a, another hookup, sent me back, did another one last night, which was very interesting because uh, I had to open this morning. I had to go to work at 4.30. So, and I am just, I'm a total night owl. I cannot get to sleep at a decent time. I'll be fucking dog tired, like ready to, you know, walk the circles and then just drop my body wherever I may lay. Right. Um, and uh, I'll still like, I'll just have this like burst of energy. Yeah. Um, well, there's so always something on the phone. There's always something oh, on yeah. Instagram or Twitter yeah. or something. And yeah. it's and it's always it's the math game. It's like I could be fine at seven seven hours. Fine, no problem. I yeah. can do seven hours as long as I get that before something thirty. Yeah, and then like it passes that, then you're like, okay, one thirty, I'm done. Yeah, but so the problem with the sleep study is I have to get six hours recorded. Ooh. Have to. And when I open, I routinely get like closer to four yeah. um, because I'm an idiot. I'll do something stupid. I'll get hooked on something. I'll have just one more. There's always just one more thing you got to do. Yeah. Um, so I'm laying in bed. Just one more story you got to tell on the podcast. Exactly. Yeah. I'm laying in bed, hooked up everything, got tube in my nose, got the sensor taped to my finger, stuff around my chest. Um, and I'm laying there and my inner monologue is just like, I have to go to sleep. I have to go to sleep. Otherwise I'm going to have to do this again tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and which, you know, when you, at least me, when I tell myself I need to be asleep, it's like, it's, it's an instinct to be defiant. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to tell myself what to do. Yeah. Like I'm going to listen to some fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like you know what's best for us me i don't i'm not i'm not i'm not going to bed yeah so uh luckily it all worked out just fine good and uh yeah good news everything went terribly uh as expected i did not get a good night to sleep i had events all night yeah I did find out, though, they're like, all right, look at they're showing me when they're going through it yesterday. They're like, all right, see these like these shallow breathing events like this is. Have you ever had a concussion before? Several. Yes. Thank, hmm. thank you for asking. Um, I, I was looking for a way to work it into the conversation naturally. Yeah. Um, and thank <laughs> you for asking. Yeah. That's <laughs> fine, though. And by the way, thanks for asking. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, yeah, tons, bro. Uh, and you're like, okay, well, that's usually, this is usually a symptom of that. It's like, oh, fuck. Uh, you got sleep TE. Uh, yeah. It all started to kind of click for me. I'm like, that makes sense. Cause I played hockey when I was younger. And then I feel like around like, 14 to 16 is when I started really not watching jackass. <laughs> uh, my mom would never allow that. Um, <laughs> but uh, going out with my friends and, you know, recreating things that they had seen in jackass. Sure. Have fun. Mm. Um, oh, where'd you get those concussions from? Well, let's see. Mm. I, I played hockey most of 
my childhood and also and Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> and also there were those two summers where uh we would film ourselves <laughs> running into curbs in shopping carts. <laughs> uh yeah. So that was interesting and I was like, yeah, that I could see that. And then between like the large tonsils, the webbed uvula, the concussions, I'm really built the the nasal uh blockage i'm built to snore what if you like instead of like trying to figure out what's wrong embrace what's right about this and like yeah. you could i mean you might have some like you are built to do it yeah like, why not embrace it and like put it on display mm-hmm. you know it could be yeah it could be like a challenge because everyone always is like no i know like so and so in my family snores like I know it's bad. And then they hear me and they're like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) How are you still on this earth? (laughs) You stopped breathing for like four and seven hours. Yeah, I I had. And so they track your oxygen. I had an event for. I love that. term. I had an event for like half a minute and my oxygen levels dropped from 98 percent to 87 percent. That's yeah. Yep. So, but you know what? It's on. It's on the uh, on the way to getting better. It's gonna take two weeks before I can know what my next move is. But yeah, it's coming. It's coming. That's pretty quick result, though. Pretty quick. Um. Well, they they were able to like show me things, and and I was kind of hanging around to make sure. Because when I woke up in the morning the first day, I was like, yeah, so I don't know. It wasn't really any discomfort, but the red light wasn't on when I woke up. And uh, they're like, oh, okay, well, let's if you have a couple minutes, we can take a look here. And so they pull it up and like, yeah, it's not reading your oxygen levels. But then they start pointing to stuff and I kind of, you know, I figure out through them figure out what uh what everything means and i can see these things i'm like oh nice interesting Hmm. wow wow it's pretty impressive though so i had like one thing strapped around my chest one thing attached to my finger and a tube going into my nose right it all went into this center thing that was strapped to my chest and they'll be like yeah so here you roll onto your back jesus like you okay so you're on your left side right now not even just like you're sleeping on your side. You're like, okay, you're on your left side right now. And then here, if you look, you roll over to your back. Like, man, that's that's weird. Yeah. It's like I, I find stuff like that. I don't seek it out, but when I find it, I find it very fascinating. Yeah. And yeah. That's actually how I felt when I, when I got jury duty and I actually like made it into the courtroom. I was like, yeah, I'm glad I don't have jury duty but i kind of want to see how this plays out yeah let's see how it works yeah let's see how the system works mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um interesting well uh hopefully they fix you yeah or you can be fixed yeah i mean i've got options is is the nice thing like i can have like the surgery so that i can breathe better um I actually have a couple options for like surgeries, but I think that they're considered uh, um, elective surgeries. So, yeah, insurance doesn't want to get involved. 
So yeah, thank thank God I have insurance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, otherwise, I would know I have to pay out of pocket. Now yeah. there's still some hope. There's you're saying there's you're a chance. saying there's a chance. Exactly that. Do you have a kegerator? I do. Okay. So like a tap and everything. Yeah. Just wondering. Just wondering. Just ga- gathering data. <laughs> taking. <laughs> I'm just taking a poll. Just yes. Yeah. Just like the sleep data people. Yeah, yeah. I'm really, really into. I'm. Into I'm starting to understand Matt better. I'm a data guy now. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're a data guy. Yeah. He's a data guy. Yeah, yeah. You say data, I say tomato. Yeah. Well, good. I hope everything works out. And I'm wondering because, like, I know I snore. I have no idea how bad mm-hmm. I snore, but I've heard from my wife. She's like. And I'm, I've learned like, in college I had to learn how to sleep on my stomach because mm-hmm. my roommates hated me because they're like you got you can't we can't sleep with you yeah and I'm like all right so I started learned how to sleep on my stomach and I know that's not like super good for you like posture and all that shit uh-huh. but <clears throat> and I still pretty much I'll go to sleep on my stomach but end up on my back. Brad, I'm not going to sleep with you. Come on, I can change. Why, <laughs> why, why don't you want me? Come on, Kevin. <laughs> Stay with me. Yes, but where on Kevin? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's... Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I know, well, the, my biggest thing is I get... I fluctuate in weight. I go up and down, and, mm-hmm. like, when I get big and chubby yeah and that's when i snore a lot um and when i drink which yeah i don't think is uh that often me either yeah rarely Ooh, boy so anyways uh good luck we're all counting <sighs> thank you <laughs> no pressure this is your one shot uh yeah thank you so far uh i don't know it it feels good like like I'm on I'm on track and You're like taking steps. nothing. Yeah. Even with the thing like having to do it two nights in a row, um, <laughs> even that is still like, all right, well, you got to do what you got to do. Um, yeah. Still still moving forward. I just don't understand how like I like the sleep studies. How can they be really accurate? Because with tubes in your nose and things on your chest and stuff like I'm thinking of because I'm a I'm a uh stomach sleeper like there's no way i could lay over with something strapped to my chest yeah you know yeah i'm i'm not but i for all the stuff it was i actually didn't find it that cumbersome yeah so like everything hooked up to me um it was still kind of like yeah you know what this isn't i'm not dying to do this again anytime soon yeah flash forward to yesterday i'm like all right we're gonna need to do another one Great. Yeah, let's do this again soon. Oh fuck yeah, man. That's awesome. <laughs> Great. Um, but it wasn't people are I guess people tell them they're like, Oh, this is the worst night of sleep of my life. I'm like it's uh, I, it was fine. I don't know. It wasn't great. Don't not wanting to do it again, but if I had to do it again, if they're like, Alright, we need to do one more, I wouldn't be like No Fuck. I'd rather I'd rather suffer. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. 
I got you. Uh, well, how about we uh, put people to sleep with some movies? Yeah. I mean, keep them riveted. Yes, that too. Uh, sounds good. Sounds good. Um, why don't you start since you've probably got it. Sounds like you got a couple. Do a little trade off here. Yeah. Um, remember I talked about Hannibal last week? Uh, streaming on Amazon. We talked a l- yes. little bit about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up watching Hannibal and Red, Dra- Red Dragon. Oh, wow. So uh, watch Hannibal. Double feature. Yeah. Streaming on Amazon, Hannibal. Mm-hmm. Uh, from 2001. Directed by Ridley Scott. And... Um, uh, you know, you, so there's a lot of, there's a certain, a select group of movies that are based on books, right? And some people don't even realize it. Some people do, but like, you mm. know, Thomas Harris did all the, you know, the Science of the Lambs, uh, Red Dragon, Hannibal, all that stuff. Yeah. And really hasn't done a lot other otherwise. Like he's very not he's not very pro- prolific. He writes about Hannibal and he's done some other things. He's so odd odd fellow. Um he doesn't do any public interviews. Like he just recently really? did one, which is the first time he's done one in like years and years and years. Yeah, maybe, wow. Maybe someday, but um uh, so Hannibal, anyways, talking about Hannibal. Uh, everyone loves Silence of the Lambs. I love Silence of the Lambs. You do. Uh, you know, yeah. I don't know anybody who doesn't. You know, one the was uh, one of only two movies to do the the five for five director, yeah. movie, actor, actress, uh, screenplay. Right. Yeah. That's that's the the Quinn. Whatever. Uh, the Quinn Quimple. To- Quintuplet? I don't know. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking Triple Crown, but mm-hmm. like, I don't know how you say Quinpool, but uh, Hannibal is, uh, it feels a little dated because of some of this stylistic. It, it, it has a lot of Tony Scott in it, which makes sense because, you know, Ridley Scott is, but it feels a lot like Man on Fire, like some of the, the opening, especially the opening credits. Oh, the opening is so out of place. Yeah. But I like it. I enjoy, no, no, I, I enjoy it, 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 but it, it does not. It's one of those things, too, with uh, especially with a sequel or even a movie like that you're, fuck, there was a movie that I just watched. Oh, no, it was fucking Red Dragon. <laughs> so duh. Yeah, there it, you go. It actually it actually catches you up on like it, it always has a cold open and then it catches you up to where the opening credits end, right? So like yeah. it it always shows you a bunch of paper paper or newspaper clippings. <laughs> or it does like um a movie uh, a movie that I really love and that actually does it really well is a movie like um uh Edge of Tomorrow where they're like doing all the scenes from all the the uh, snippets from all the newscasts mm-hmm. you know where like you know aliens have invaded oh we found this new tech that can beat the aliens and you know and, and introduces some of the players and it gives you a quick synopsis of where we are and gets you up to speed yep. and um i guess hannibal does this too but it, it's a little bit more uh seven ish you know it just missed the uh it, you know it didn't have the nine inch nails um you know uh 
uh, soundtrack to the opening credits, but mm-hmm. it, you know, it just it felt because it was a lot of like, um, mm, uh, surveillance video, like it was. It felt very Tony Scott rather than Ridley Scott. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, it's it's. It is not as subtle and nuanced as, obviously, as uh, Silence of the Lambs. It it actually beats you over the head with who the good guys are and who the bad guys are. Like you have no uh, compunction of who their who the story is trying to sell you on yeah. who is good and who is bad. Um, you know, by the end, you're rooting for Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, you know. Um, and you know, there's a gr- the end scene. I think we've talked about this before with Ray Liotta and uh, Julia Moore, and uh, uh, and the eating of the brains. Yep. It was, it's a, it's such a stupid scene, but so effective. I remember, wa- I, I remember watching this in the theater with my wife, and I was, I was freaked out, and I know she didn't like it that much, but, um, and I guess. The difference between, uh, like, this was an anti-hero movie, because you're, like, rooting for Hannibal, mm-hmm. whereas Red Dragon came out just a year after. So Hannibal came out in 2001, Red Dragon came out in 2002. And I don't know if they're trying to do this, so they, like, um, uh, what's his name? Um, why can't I think of his name? Um, Hannibal uh, Lecter. Okay. Um, crap. Am I th- wait, the actor's name? Yes. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Come on, no. Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. <laughs> because because Red Dragon is like a prequel. Yeah. Um, is that they didn't want to wait too long to so he aged too much because I mean he does look considerably older than he what he did in uh, you know Silence of the Lambs but, um, uh, there's no distinct like there's no. He, I mean, he is the bad guy in this movie. Um, there's, there's definite right and wrong in this one, and um, and Red Dragon. They they do one good thing. It's not that good of a movie. I gave it a six. I think I, it's fine, just because I love the story, I love the characters, and I'm invested in this universe. Um, that they do try to give you sympathy for Ray Fiennes' character, um, mm-hmm. the Tooth Fairy. Because of where he came up, and like they actually try, they give him a redemp, like they put him down a redemption story road, mm-hmm. and like you're almost willing to say, "I will forgive him if he continues on this road." You know what I mean? Like it, they do a good job at that, but overall, it's just kind of, bleh. yeah, uh, you know. I mean, it's it's fine. I I I mean, I've watched it probably three times now. In my life, I've watched you know maybe four. Um, but did, you know, good, uh, you know, Ed Norton's fine. He doesn't really do that much. You know, it's all Anthony Hopkins just eating up the screen whenever he's yeah. on. So, but yeah, those two movies, yeah, it's nice to revisit them. Um, and, and I, you know, I, I think I watched Science of the Lambs probably six months ago, I think, um, just to, you know. Get a refresher on what really good filmmaking is, and yeah. you know, it, 
it, it makes you want to watch these movies, and then once you watch them, you're like, oh, I'm glad I watched it to see where the characters Yeah. Went, but I became invested in the characters, but yeah, not very consistent. Yeah. They can stop where they're at. Yeah. It's weird. I, I probably should do an adaptation, but. I've heard the TV it, show's good with uh, ads. Yeah, I probably should watch that. Um, yeah. But, you know, I've found myself less and less involved in TV, of course. But mm. unless it's Letter Kenny. <laughs> then you're into it. Well, it's just so stupid and fun. <laughs> you know, it's it's light lifting. Yeah, there you go. Nothing wrong with that. So, uh, I got two other movies to talk about. So, okay. uh, but uh, there the one was Widows, and one I want to save for the end. Okay. Well, I don't. You I do Widows, and then I'll uh, do a simple favor. Okay. Sounds good. Um, so, Widows from 2018, uh, starring. You know, I. I think I get ready for all this stuff. Um, uh, starring uh, Viola Davis, Michelle Rodriguez, Elizabeth Debicki, uh, Liam Neeson, John Barenthal, uh, Colin Farrell, uh, Robert Duvall. I mean, just a bunch of people. Oh, uh, Daniel Kalu- Kaluuya, you know, from uh, mm-hmm. Get Out. Yep. Um, uh, just a bunch of bunch of people you know and a bunch of character actors you should know um directed by steve mcqueen so this is based on a tv series like a limited tv series that came out of uh england mm-hmm. uh based on well based on that so what it is is the opening scene is a a robbery gone wrong or a robbery gone right but they're being pursued and all the people that all the guys that are being chased end up being killed by the police. Mm-hmm. And what the fallout after that is the um, uh, the widows. You know, what do we do? You know, yeah. what you know, are we going to avenge them or, you know, how and all, all of them are in dire straits because like they either. Uh, well, they're all in financial need. They all need something. It's not like they're well off, and because their husbands were crooks. So, mm-hmm. um, and what they do to <laughs> no, get no four hundred one ks and life insurance, right? Exactly. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no maternity leave. Yeah. Um, uh, I wasn't expecting a lot for this movie. I really wasn't. It felt like a kind of gimmicky movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like let's put a bunch of badass bitches and you know make them kick ass and like. That's fine, but I don't want to watch like badass dudes kick ass either. So like, what what's in it for me? Um, but this actually had a a, a good bit of nuance. Um, as far, well, maybe not nuance. Uh, that might not not be the right word. Um, it had a couple twists and turns, and it actually had some a pretty good character development. I, I, I should say. Um, uh, had a couple, like I said, a couple twists and turns, and they had it had a lot of good shots and 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 a little bit of uh, well told s- storytelling, like uh, the way it was unfolded. There's mm-hmm. a little bit of flashbacks, but enough to keep you off balance, whether it was real, like real time or not, or like what was going on. 
And um, I actually, I really end up liking this movie. Um, Viola Davis acts her balls off, but like uh, Michelle Rodriguez, like uh, she's like, I don't know if she's, well, she's underused because like she really does a good job in just, she just acts well. She's mm-hmm. like, you think of her as just like kick-ass bitch in like the movie, like in the fast movies or whatever. Yeah. You know, the fat, the fast furious. And, uh, she's really good. Uh, that Elizabeth Debicki or Debicki, um, she, you'd know her. She is the golden lady from the second Guardians movie. Mm-hmm. All right, so she's like six foot five or something like that. She's like nice. so tall, like super tall. And and like, and it's it's funny because when I said the character development, like she is tall and gangly and like gorgeous. But also tall and gangly and like married to like a, um, like a crook, and she's a like a victim of like domestic abuse. Like mm-hmm. he beats the shit out of her. Like and like, and it shows like her how she deals with it. You know, you know, you know. You always hear the when people talk about like you know you could have anybody you want. Why would you settle for that? You know, and that it kind of examines that a little bit. Like. Right. You know, there's some self-consciousness in there. So I I I enjoyed this movie a lot. I was ex- I wasn't expecting a lot and it gave me a lot more than I a lot more than I well expected. Yeah. So good ROI. Yes. Uh nice, nice, nice. Uh Is this where is this streaming? Uh HBO. HBO. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> this can't be happening. Uh, nice. Well, it makes sense because it's not television. It's HBO. That's right. Damn it. Cool. Well, I I mean, I'm glad you liked it. It does. Uh, you sold me on it. Sounds like it's something you would recommend. Yeah, for sure. Cool, cool, cool. cool. Hell yeah. Uh, nice. I, that kind of, it kind of came and went. I, there's so many movies now that come and go, but yeah, I mean, a movie you're going to talk about came. Yeah, and went. yep. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, well, that movie uh, that you assigned, excuse me. Um, you can watch it. Actually, you can watch it on Amazon Prime or on Hulu. That's right. Uh, a simple favor from last year, 2018. Uh, starring Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively, directed by Paul Feig. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, the story of Stephanie, who is a single mother with a parenting vlog, who befriends Emily, a secretive upper-class woman who has a child at the same elementary school. When Emily goes missing, Stephanie takes it upon herself to investigate. Uh, yeah, so this movie definitely came and went, and... Uh, I don't I don't know. I don't know why. Like I I guess there's just certain things just don't don't hit. Like maybe it didn't have a big uh big enough marketing budget or this was just kind of a something I don't know. I, I don't know. Um but so basically it's it's a comedy ish. It's comedy adjacent. There's some funny things in in here, but to call it a comedy is is a bit misleading. It's a dark comedy. 
Yeah, um, it's it's more of like a a uh, a take on noir. A little bit, yeah. Um, it's it uh, or it, or a whodunit, like a rear window type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is. Yeah, it's a it's a lot like that. It's just someone kind of like peeking in on someone else's life, really. Um, with uh, Anna Kendrick's character just being. Not out of her depth, but like out out of her element, um, in in Blake Lively's character's world, in what's her name, Emily's world, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's got a uh, lot of twists and turns. Um, a lot of things I wasn't. There are a couple couple things that uh, I was just kind of like uh, scratching my head at. Uh, and, and I think it's because I was expecting, I mean, Paul Feig, his track record, while it's, it's spotty, it's pretty consistent. I feel like at least my familiarity with him is comedy. Um, and I think that this has more elements of it than it does actual full on comedy in my opinion. Right. Um, so it took me a while to like settle into the rhythm of this movie but once i did uh i enjoyed it um it is a lot of twists and turns and it is like um you know emily is this like high society um power career focused woman um and then stephanie is like the single mom who like seems to have this quaint little life and and does her her YouTube videos about making smoothies and stuff. And um, just by the end of it, it's, it, you know, kind of which way is up. Yeah. Um, who's, like, it, it's great because it is like who's telling the truth, who's lying, like who masterminded this. Um, and uh, it's uh, I, I thought it was a good movie. Um, I don't really want to spoil anything because I definitely recommend it. Yeah, it, this is one of those ones that's worth yeah uh, the investment. Yeah, because it's, like I uh, mean, yeah. it's not. It, I guess it is. It is two hours long, but it felt it did flow, flowed nicely, went by pretty quickly. Um, I don't know the the uh, the characters were really good. Like uh, the husband mm-hmm. and both of them were like, they were great. They all yeah. worked really well together. Yep. Yeah, it was. Um, it's it's an interesting little flick and uh i i actually one of the things that i noticed that i thought was was done really well is uh the the uh the set dressing and the set design Mm. um it just like it was very and and the uh the costumes like they they were very good at you knew these characters were different um but they did such a great job uh anna kendrick's and um, Blake Lively's characters, you knew that they were they were different, different backgrounds, different lifestyles, um, but they did such a good job of portraying that through through the costume department and and just uh, um, like yeah, this this lifestyle that that Anna Kendrick either her character doesn't have access to or, or isn't cut out for. Um, yeah, it's like or so we she- think. Well, I mean, yeah, she's got like the the big strap floral design dresses, mm-hmm. and then you know, Blake Lively is you know in pantsuits and yeah. just 
you know, very sleek and it's very high fashion. Yeah. Yeah. It 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 was yeah, I agree. And it's mm-hmm. and the set design as well, especially with the the house, like, you know, you go from and you don't spend a whole lot of time in Anna Kendrick's house. Right. But, you know, you get the idea that that's like, you know, suburbia. That That is a uh, a development house, whereas like the, you know. Yeah, this uh, this was not a prefab in a, uh, what it, what do they call it? On the end of a cul-de-sac. Yeah. Custom. Custom, yes. baby. Yeah. But yeah, good stuff. Good, good stuff. Um, you can watch it on Prime or on Hulu. So that's it. There's no excuse. No excuse. Yeah. Uh, if you do uh, watch it or any of the other movies we talk about, reach out to us. Yeah. At did Brood you end pod on Twitter? Did you uh, watch it with uh, OT? No, she has been uh, not around. She's okay. got a um, presentation for a work conference coming up, so she. She went out of town, and you can't get a hold of her. Exactly, She's yeah. Um, I don't know. her. Yeah. Is her friend, like, calling and seeing if everything's okay? Yeah, she left me with her son. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, she's uh, She's got a work thing, so she's, like, working on this presentation nonstop while ruffling feathers at work. Nice. There, so. Nice, nice, Happy nice. about it. Ruffling scales. Yep, yep, scales and nails. Um, I got to hit the bathroom. I was going to try and make a ruffling joke, but it's gross. Gross. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, BRB. Talk about that yeah. last movie. All right. I've All got right. a movie. Yeah. For you, for I think all of our listeners. Okay. As far as I know them. Uh, that they will like. Streaming on Hulu right now. I fucking loved it. Um, Hail Satan. What question mark? Yes. Hail, Hail Satan. Documentary coming out this year. Um, it's it's a a look at the quick rise and influence. Excuse me. That's right. The quick rise and influence of the controversial religious group known as the satanic temple mm-hmm. so oh are these the like religious freedom people who like if you're gonna have uh yes. they're they're like the balance the ten commandments yes yeah yes Fuck it's yeah. Uh, um so okay so uh it opens up the, the movie opens up with like them uh going against somebody putting up the Ten Commandments on some at some place, and they're like, well, if you're going to do it, do the Ten Commandments, we are going to petition to have a statue or something put up in, in lieu, you know, you know, uh, for Satan, right? And, yeah. And so, okay. And it's called the Satanic Temple, and when you <laughs> everyone thinks that, everyone thinks, "Oh, devil worship, blah blah blah." And like we've had, yeah, so I I grew up through the Satanic uh, Panic, Panic, yeah, in in like the late eighties, early nineties, because I grew up in a like a very Pentecostal, very religious house. Uh, you know, we went to church like three times a week, 
Um, it was got to make sure it takes. Yes. And like some of those nights where people like guest people would come in and they would play the songs backwards and show us like all the demonic things and kiss and in Slayer. Sweet Satan, sweet Satan. Yes. And yeah, I mean, that was (laughs) that was in the movie. Um, uh, (laughs) Nice. uh, Just like how terrible it was and all, all this stuff. And like and to say that, like, you're a Satanist or. Uh, in the satanic temple or whatever, like to say that is very shocking. And it's like, oh, really? This is what who you are, and it's it and it's put it like a very, um, uh, it 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 really strikes a nerve, right? Because even like for me, who like I don't believe in it, but I think that's like over the edge, right? I'm, I'm thinking it. But what this movie does, and this guy, uh, his name is Lucian Greaves. Lucian, nice. Um, he is the the guy who the co-founder of the the Satanic Temple, mm-hmm. and uh, I dig this guy. He <laughs> he has one like kind of dead eye. Nice, and. You can tell that he's actually in it. Okay, so what this is is, and I guess it what it is is they are a they're like you can be an atheist, right? Mm-hmm. But there's no there's real no there's not you know everyone you know they look at atheists are like oh those people just don't believe and then they kind of get pushed to the side yeah. and they, they can be. You know, people can be like um, strident atheists like Christopher Hitchens, right? Who will, you know, if you get into a verbal boxing match with him, he will pretty much just uh, beat you down with condescension. Hitch with the haymakers. Yes. Just condescending, you know, just, you know, what they call the hateful atheist or like the strident atheist or whatever it is. And, um, but they don't have like a real, like, no one's really scared of them. Or they, it doesn't like bring up like uh, it doesn't perk the ears of people uh, who hear it. But yeah. like if you say you're a s- satanic temple, that will like raise the ire because like for years and years, like oh, what do they do? Blood rituals, you know, sacrifice children, whatever, you know. <laughs> Hell yeah. But <laughs> uh, but what it what it ends up being is they are just taking. Like they don't believe in your God, so why should they, rev- you know, why they're taking the piss out of the the evil person, right? So like, if I don't believe in God, then why should I believe in your your Satan, you know, mm-hmm. who you're so scared of? And let's just make it a, you know, let's per let's um, it's a good way to bring eyes to the cause, right? Rather than yeah. just being an atheist. And but at some risk too, because like when people hear Satan, they're like, "You're a devil worshiper, get away, get away, get away." But what they do, they're very smart because they started out with like a handful of people, mm-hmm. and this is just years. This isn't even that long ago, and they just started like their headquarters in Salem, Massachusetts, of course. Mm, brilliant. And and by the end of this documentary, I mean they got chapters everywhere. Like in yeah. every major city in the U.S., like around the or around the globe, and but 
what it is is they're taking the separation of church and state to task mm -hmm. because when you do have those you've got you know to. T ten commandments on the uh on you know the courthouse right yeah they they're saying well we support that as long as we can get our bells of as long as it's fair yeah yeah are it's it's amazing because they they had uh, a professional sculptor make this whole uh, um this sculpture of Belsafath I can't pronounce it Bel Belamath Belthamath basically the character in um um uh, uh the pick of destiny <laughs> pretty much Dave him. Girl. Yes, but nice. he is like sitting kind of peacefully mm -hmm. on a throne, like putting two fingers up in the air for some reason, and two children like beside him, like looking up in <laughs> awe, and he's just sitting very peacefully. But oh, what they awesome. do is, anytime like someone wants to put like Ten Commandments up, they say, "Oh, that's sure. fine. Yeah. We're going to petition to put uh, this this uh, you know demon, for lack of a better word, Belthamath Belt." Yeah, sounds right. I feel like I've heard that before. Yeah, uh, but put him or her on, give us the same, you know, yeah. geographical space, you know. Fair is fair. Know, it, yes. You can't, and, it's separation of church and state, you can't show favoritism towards a denomination. And what I love about this guy. Very rational he, to me. He... he he like you can tell it in the documentary like he's very he's smart he knows what he's talking about and he's like uh, he knows the law and he he talks about like when you know when people talk about you know in God we trust and like one nation under God and all that stuff like all that shit was made up in the this in the, in the eighth or in the twentieth century it was like the only reference to God in the Constitution is the separation of church and state mm. you know. Yeah. So it's like, and like, you know, people, you know, and, and understood because like at, at a certain point in time, I would have been like, yeah, well, it does say, you know, you know, this was founded, our founding fathers, you know, we're God fearing people and all that, you know, like I understand it, but also if you take the time to look into, you know, I'm not telling you not to have a religion. I just telling you not to have religion in my government yeah you know what i mean and like believe what you want that's fine and but just you know realize that there are more than just one you know uh theast or uh theocracy theology that's out there yeah yeah and it's it's really it's a well-done documentary because it really puts you it, it gives you the information of these people and it it actually it's interesting too because like they they show how as they get bigger and bigger there are dissenters in it like oh we aren't doing enough yeah or you know you know what i mean like and it's they have like seven tenants and stuff like and they they don't do anything illegal um other than the people that kind of break off and are kind of like more the factions extreme. that form yeah, yeah of course, yeah. Of course. but like they have like seven tenants and like one of my like if you look up the seven tenets of the, um, I should have looked this up before, but uh, maybe seven tenets of the satanic 
temple. Satan. Seven fundamental tenets. Satanic temple. Okay. All right. You, you want to read them off? Yeah, for yeah. Us? So one should strive to act with compassion and empathy toward all creature, all creatures in accordance with reason. The struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. Strongly agree. Uh, one's body is inviolable, subject to one's own will alone. Imagine that. Uh, the freedoms of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, to willfully and unjustly encroach upon the freedoms of another is to forego one's own. That's telling, right? Fuck yeah. Um, beliefs should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world. One should take care never to distort scientific facts to fit one's beliefs. Whew. Uh, people are fallible. Uh, fallible. Um, if one makes a mistake, one should do one's best to rectify it and resolve any harm that might have been caused. And lastly, every tenet is a guiding principle designed to inspire nobility in action and thought. The spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written or spoken word. Jeez. What's, uh, what's not to like about these guys? Yeah. Um, it's, it's, <laughs> um, like they're like at the risk of like <laughs> like everything they kept saying and oh like, my uh, god this is fu- sorry i'm sorry for yawning i'm sorry for <laughs> interrupting <that's right. laughs> but the of fucking course it does the satanic temple chicago chapter it <laughs> the colors match the chicago flag. well of course it does they've got to they've got to um uh, where's that? Um, Hell yeah, found the New Orleans chapter. Yes, I saw the reservation New Orleans. Um, this page isn't like, available. Oh. <laughs> Oops. Um, the more and more I watch this, it's like more and more I want to join, or or at least think that I am like a part of this group. Like, yeah, not that I w- want to go right because like there is um a stigma of you know being labeled uh, Satanist or like. You know, because it is shock value. They're doing it for a reason, right? They're 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 bringing uh, the only like the only reason they call themselves the Satanic Temple is to make uh, to get attention get he- to get headlines. And yeah, but justly so because when they do that, they bring light to uh, not injustices, but like like why. You know, why do we have to have this religious uh, thing pushed down our throat yeah. on the steps of con- or steps of the courthouse? Because, okay, we know that those are the seven commandments. Don't rule us by that. Rule us by the laws that are there. Or you know what I mean? Like, right. They, they they waste like our lawmakers waste a lot of time spending you know on religious things instead of you know. And yes, of course, every every religion has a their own version of the Ten Commandments. Uh, <laughs> this is amazing. I'm <laughs> I'm in their shop right now. Yeah. And there's a tote bag that says pseudoscience kills. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Uh, um, sorry to derail you. No, you're fine. It's 
it's a really fascinating movie. There's some very smart people. There's a lot of people I don't want to hang out with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in this movement. Um, but I, like any other any movement, I'm sure there's people I don't want to hang out with. But some really like Luci- Lucius Graves or Lucian Graves hit or Greaves, mm-hmm. whatever his name is. Uh, like that dude, he, he, I really think he's not in it for like anytime he got in front of the camera, not for the documentary, but like when he's being interviewed on, and he was been interviewed by like, as soon as you start to like challenge that kind of stuff, you're going to get picked up by CNN and Fox news and all that stuff. Like he seems reluctant to be on TV, but he's willing to do it just because it's a smart cause and every answer he gives is so smart and especially because like if you just tune in and you see oh this satanist wants to do this Mm -hmm. and you're like oh look at this crazy wacky guy and but if you give him a chance and listen to him a little bit then oh it's great too because they're like so they're like doing um uh you know like uh you know how like adopt the highway you know this is (laughs) this stretch of highway is is being cleaned by the Mm -hmm. satanic temple you know uh, but they also like they challenge some of the after school programs where like you know there's Christian school things. Yeah. Well, they did a satanic like after school special or after school program, and people were just freaking out. But they, like also, but they're just sitting there coloring. They're not coloring in like horns on the devil. They're like right. Uh, they're 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 doing it on like critical thinking and and like you know solving mazes and like um and not just like praising god or you know whatever it is that they do and and uh christian things it and i'm not even saying like don't be a christian be a christian i don't give a shit just don't put it in my in my schools or whatever and that's the problem that i have with it is like it's easy to say like yeah do do your own thing but the problem is there's so it's so aggressively shoved down your throat and on the other s- – and the, uh, the active recruitment side of it, and then the people who are in it, they, they're, you know, indoctrinated from a young age, and, you know, you need to be a warrior for Christ, and I do have a fucking problem with it. And uh, yes, if, I, it, it is bad. Yeah. It is totally bad. And, like, I – and I – but I do things uh, for my son that probably other people would be like, don't do that. That's a dumb thing to do, you know. Don't right. let him play Fortnite or whatever because that's – Teach him like you know, violence is okay, <laughs> uh, but I, it's it it's just it, it was so refreshing to see this out and in there was especially the lawyer in it. There's a lawyer in it that is makes some really good points because is he better he, than the Juggalos lawyer? Because that guy was great. <laughs> Well, I, not not so. What's no. Up? <laughs> What's up, ninjas? Yeah. It's me, the no. Juggalo lawyer. <laughs> yeah, not that. Well, not that great. No, because he doesn't refer to himself as a Juggalo. <laughs> or no, is ninja, he, he ninja, refers. He says, "What's ninja, up, ninjas? I'm the Juggalo lawyer." Juggle, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it yeah. was. The Juggalo lawyer can't beat but, that. <laughs> like. Time to they march. W- <laughs> that was pretty good. Did yeah. they end up doing that? I don't know. I I think it was kind of uh, 
risky business because the the government did like label them a gang. So showing up would be getting arrested at that would probably have some serious consequences. But that's the same kind of thing when like if you don't look at the actual the people in it and stuff like, you know, 99 percent of those people are fine, you Mm -hmm. know, a little weird, but fine. And the same thing with this, like, so there was a <laughs> one last example of what they did, and th- this lawyer was a part of this. And there was in Phoenix, there was a th- like a town hall meeting or something every week or whatever, every two weeks that started out with an invocation. That they prayed at the beginning of everything, mm-hmm. and they let. And the satanic temple petitioned to have a prayer or a something at at the one of their at one of their things. Well, they tried to say, well, if you if you don't live in the city, then you're not supposed then you can't do it. Mm-hmm. And that was like, and then one of the, one of the people in the they said, "Well, you can't really do that retro- retrospect or retroactively because that wasn't a law then, and this would be against, you know, you know, against the church and state, you know, thing, and against our constitution." And uh, it got to the point where, like, they it was coming up to the day, and like they were getting death threats and stuff. And this mm-hmm. guy was like, "I've never been." Uh, oppressed. I've never been, you know, I'm I'm a white guy in America, and I'm I don't have to deal with a whole lot of injustices. But like I have had this this actually gets me to the point where I realize what true, uh, not I guess bigotry mm-hmm. or you know because like he had to wear you know uh, uh, a um, uh, a vest and like was getting death threats against him. And so, like, it really opens your eyes, like, like how crazy people can get with their Mm -hmm. when their I don't know their sanctity is threatened. Watch this movie; it's fucking great. I'm excited. It is so good. Streaming on Hulu, Um, it'll open like it was. I thought it was going to be 30 minutes of like, oh well, this is all right, and then like it just kept getting better and better and better, and like I couldn't take my and. But I'm passionate about it too because mm-hmm. I think I mean, this is right in my wheelhouse of you know uh, freedom of speech, uh, uh, separate church and state, like all those things that like are a very uh, you know uh, dear to my heart, mm-hmm. and also it you know looks at how the media presents things, you know whether it's you know they go for the the big juicy headlines and stuff, and yeah, they do. And they'll, they, they're, all they're looking for is viewers. They're looking for money. And that's big media, of course, not small media with an M with, or, you know, journalism with a small J. Not, not the capital J's. Yeah. Can't trust them. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. This sounds right up my alley as well. Uh, if anything, I wish they would be harder on organized religion. <laughs> the, the best thing was this dude with a bow tie the satanist with a bow tie <laughs> he's so great oh it's like i'm a i was a zesty little 
uh, atheist, and then I found the satanic church. <laughs> this is zesty little atheist. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, zesty little atheist. And, I like, have you ever heard of that Ant- Antar Sugar? Anton Sugar? No, <laughs> Antar. I've heard no. of him. I know. Uh, uh, the, the, sa- the satanic Anton... Levine, I think his name is. No. There was a there back in like in the in the eighties. There was a guy called Anton Levine. Mm-hmm. Anton. Uh, yeah, Levay. Anton Levay. Okay. It was supposed supposedly like this, um, you know, devil worshiper and stuff. But he was pretty much doing the exact same thing. Um. Like taking the piss out of it, like making like obscene, weird like videos, like all these weird rituals and stuff with naked ladies with like six 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 over their boobs and like doing all this stuff. And like he was like enemy number one whenever I was growing up in the church. <laughs> but he was like, if you watch the interviews he was doing, mm-hmm. he's doing the exact same thing that this guy is doing. This Lucian guy is doing today, and like we just didn't get it then i wish i would have got it then like i would have embraced it mm-hmm. i would have played a little bit more D and fucking listen to ozzy a little bit more and you know no bad stuff yeah <laughs> yeah nice um I, i'm i am ready uh hail satan question mark excellent cool um more like this all right uh or more like that i'd like to know well according to imdb uh the souvenir young film student in the early 80s becomes romantically involved with a complicated and untrustworthy man the last black man in san francisco a young man searches for home in the changing city that seems to have left him behind Meeting Gorbachev, Little Woods, a modern Western. Hey, there we go. Little Woods might be for us. The amazing Meeting Gorbachev, that's uh, Bernard Herzog. <laughs> is it? I yep, think so. sure is. <laughs> that fucking guy. Um, the Amazing Jonathan. I keep seeing this on uh, Hulu. Yeah, I s- remember I said I started watching it. I just couldn't get into it. Okay, yeah. I oh, I hate his face. Uh, just that aggressive stare on the uh, on the homepage. So, not interested in Amazing Jonathan. Uh, what, else, what else we got? Uh, the Brink, Fly in the Wall Chronicle, battled former White House Chief Strategist Steve Bannon's global mission to spread extreme nationalism. For small self-destructive punk rocker struggles with sobriety this has got to be the best podcast we've done sort yeah. of trust <laughs> mark Marin's in this one um wild nights with emily holy cannoli the biggest little farm yeah none of these seem no good no good uh at best well, hail satan adjacent uh, there is another movie, uh, and I think I heard Anderson talking about this. Nuts. This is the lady, the lady that did this movie, mm-hmm. 
also did a uh, documentary called Nuts. Oh, Nuts. Penny Lane? Yes. Mm. Let me check yes. out. Here we go. Nuts. Let's yes. See. He did talk about it on... Yes. Uh, Kansas doctor who... He could cure impotence by transplanting goat testicles into men. Nice. That is terrifying. <laughs> I'm going to watch that tonight. I'm going to add this to my watch list as well. That's all. Yeah. Streaming on Amazon Prime. Hail Satan is definitely happening soon here. Uh, or should I say Hail Satan? Oh, yeah. Church lady. <laughs> Isn't that special? A uh, little old church lady. Oh, Dana Carvey. Oh. Yeah, that's nice. We bookmark it or uh, bookcase it or bookend it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did it. Love it. Yeah. Full circle. All right. Well, with a, with a heavy heart, I'm gonna give you guys a heads up. We'll be taking a brief hiatus here. We'll be back. In October, um, and we're gonna we're gonna hit it hard. Yeah. When we do come um, back, we've got a lot planned for the old the old horror genre. Um, but yeah, so you so uh, this will be up this. Uh, if you're listening to this, it might be a few weeks before you hear from us again. There might be some some intermittent things here and there. No, no. Well. One of the one of the things I was thinking about the one and and mm-hmm. I can never find it like it would we our podcasts are long enough and I and I talk more than enough. Um, but one of the things I was thinking Just about enough. doing was some <laughs> You're good. Uh, was doing something like uh, a uh, I don't, did I talk about this before on the podcast? I don't know if you talked about it on the podcast. Um, so. But like well. what I was thinking about, if you did, it's a refresher. Yes. So what I was thinking about doing, and like I said, it's I uh, was thinking about doing something that would uh, take a book and a movie that were uh, our movie adapt adapt adapted from a book mm-hmm. and comparing the two, and uh, for a movie like Jaws, you know, the book and a movie, the book obviously is dwarfed by the movie, but there's some uh, killer, you know. Uh, you know, the book, they always say the book is better than the movie. Mm-hmm. Not necessary. Ne- not necessarily true. So I was thinking about maybe doing some stuff, and this would be a good time to do that while we're on our hiatus where I mm-hmm. could uh, satiate you guys with some, uh, or satiate my own lack of talking. <laughs> with, uh, uh, but if you are interested in hearing my thoughts about books and movies uh mm. give me some suggestions and i'll try to do that in the interim mm. so how about that because i actually i gotta get back on the twitter and the facebook or not the facebook the email because after i got my new phone i haven't signed back up to either Uh-oh. which is not good uh but if you have any suggestions please let me know and i will do them how's that i like it i'm into it i like it love it i want some more of it um yeah definitely uh there's a certain certain uh book and movie that comes to mind but you know you 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 do you Jurassic Park (laughs) that might be the one (laughs) yeah uh (laughs) maybe 
Is this a thing sitting right behind your head every time I look at you? Uh, I don't really like that movie. It's always uh, on your mind. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a thought bubble. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I'd be I, I'd be uh, interested to hear that. I support that idea. So, you know, go for it. I... Uh, I I like um I like Anderson's thing that he talked about. I think he brought it up on the After Disaster recently where he uh he's like, "Oh, you watch the movie and then you read the book." Yeah. Not bad. Well, I guess that would be cuz yeah. like if if you like really like a movie that's based on a book, it it it's like an opportunity to like go back into that world and kind of expand on it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Versus when it when it's the other way around, you're like, well, you know, they, they left this out, this. they missed yeah. that, like this could have been better. Yeah. So, not bad. Yeah, dive a little bit deeper. I know like a movie like um Ready Player 1. Mhm. Which was it was fine. It was fun and all that stuff. It was, you know, nostalgia, member berries. Yeah. And uh, but the book was a lot more nuanced and had a lot more Easter eggs and took place over a longer period of time. And, yeah. Uh, you know, a lot more. Uh, yeah. Stuff or you know even hell like a movie like uh, would be fun to do a movie. Um, but I guess they did this more in, in Room 237. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, a movie like uh, The Shining and a book like The Shining yeah. would be fun. Yeah, absolutely. But anyways, let me know. Yeah. Um, again, that's uh, at BruinViewPod or BruinViewPod at gmail.com. So let us know. Holler at us. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if we don't, uh, if I don't see you, I'll see you. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye.